Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. Each episode will cover topics to help you overcome frustrations we all encounter in our maker community. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running MakerExperiment.com, and my co-host Stephen Ellis is a part-time woodworker running Old South Woodcraft. We have both encountered bumps and pitfalls along the road we call making, and we are using this podcast to help you avoid the same pitfalls. Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast for episode 28, IG Real Talk. So uh, today we're joined with Steven and our official third co-host, Martina. How's it going? I'm very excited to no longer be a guest and to be official. We're going to be podcast official. I'm going to change my status when we get off this. Recording. And and now she's going to gain like a thousand new followers. <laughs> no, or the we're Maker Vision yeah. page is going to gain a thousand followers. <laughs> That'd be Hopefully nice. Hopefully her followers will come over and listen to the podcast. Be like, oh, she's official? Gotta follow. Yeah. Well, you gotta yeah, love the fact a... that I have like five phones in my household. So I'm like, okay, everyone download this week's episode. Okay, now you can delete it now that we have credit. Okay, thanks. Nice. There you go. Yeah. So we're going to That's why the we're going to so cheat good. our way to add four more downloads per month. Hell yeah. If you ain't cheating, you ain't working. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't working. That's That's an interesting okay, take. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's a that's a new one. That's a new one. So what are you guys watching? Martina? Should 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 you go first? We'll, we'll let you go first since you're the newbie. Um, quote unquote newbie. So <laughs> So there's a Netflix show called You, and it's about this guy. He's, I don't want to give too much away. I was trying to describe it yesterday, and I felt like I was going to ruin it. But it's kind of a suspenseful drama, and the guy's just a complete psycho. But at the same time, you're kind of like rooting for him throughout the show. It only has one season on it, but I ended up binge watching it all day the other day. And I, now I have to wait a year for the next season. Yeah, I have. I have. I. I said he has like Ted Bundy face. Yeah, like you can tell that there's something sinister going on behind those eyes. But he's got a really nice smile, and like he just seems like a really nice person. But he got Ted Bundy face. Absolutely, which is funny because mm-hmm. that's the next show I want to watch on Netflix is the Ted Bundy Confessions. Ah, look at that! Look at that! Perfect! Perfect! Trevor, are you watching anything as, as, as good as Ted Bundy? So I've been watching both Brooklyn Nine-Nine, of course, because there's still a ton of episodes. <laughs> Future Man, which is not at all safe for children. <laughs> no, it's not. It's hilarious. And uh, we also watched the new episode of Sabrina that came out, which is the Netflix original. Is it still the first season? It is. They just added one more episode. Got it. Oh, so they're not like they're not like most Netflix shows where they just dump all of them at one time and then you're stuck waiting on a se- like a new season for eight months or so. They dropped the whole first season at once, but then it was maybe a couple months later they dropped one more episode to it. I don't I don't know why, but that show 
is it's interesting to watch. It's kind of like a thriller-ish kind of style where there's things that might make you jump. I fell asleep through the first episode. So here, it can't be that thrilling. <laughs> Try with the second. Can't be episode. that thrilling. That or that or Martina second. just really likes naps. Maybe. I don't nap often, actually. Not anymore. Mm. Now that I'm not in EMS anymore, I used to get paid That's to nap. True. So that is very, very true. That is very, very true. What about you, Stephen? I have been watching uh, a show called Letterkenny. Oh, I've seen the previews for that on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's a ridiculous show. All like six seasons are on Hulu, but there's supposed to be some more coming because they supposedly renewed the show. But it's set in a fictional town of Letterkenny, Ontario. And it's about these random people in the town, but it's mostly focused on uh, four individuals. Uh, the main guy, Wayne, who's this kind of redneck guy. Uh, his two best buddies, Squirrely Dan and Derry. His real name is Daryl, but they call him Derry. And then uh, Wayne's sister, Kate, I think. Yeah. But apparently the guy who created the show, Jared Kiso, Kesso, whatever his name is, is the main character, Wayne. It's based on kind of where he grew up in this really rural part of Ontario. And, I mean, things are things in the episode are just completely ridiculous. I've been watching it for probably three or four seasons now. Um, but it's just, it's hard to describe other than if you've never grown up in a small town, especially a small town that has like, like sort of rednecky farm people, you will not understand the show. But if you did grow up in a small town like that, you're like, totally see all this happening or this did happen or like, I know people just like that. Yeah. That's kind of what I saw from the previews. But what's really funny is that they're supposed to, they're very highly educated, uh, like rednecks. Nice. But because they start every uh they st- or they start a lot of episodes where the main character just does these like kind of random quips or I'm not sure even how to just best describe it, but he uses a lot a lot of words that no one would ever pull out of a thesaurus, but they work. And you can kind of get them based on context. Nice. Yep. Highly educated hillbillies in Ontario. You Do you want to kick off the topic do i want to kick off the topic i would love to kick off the topic all right so today we're going to get into ig real talk so a number of the, the listeners of the podcast i'll also follow us on instagram and uh hopefully we actually have more instagram followers um that listen to the podcast but they haven't been brought in yet so we're going to talk about instagram instagram is a great platform uh, it can really make you successful as a maker, especially if you can bring in new clients that way or you can show off your products and potentially get more people to notice what it is that you do. But there's lots and lots of uh, of just crap that happens on Instagram too. Uh, bad followers, spam bots, uh, makers that all of a sudden they go from having you know just a handful of followers to they blow up and you can't understand why. And you look at their posts, and they're not posting anything new or unique. Uh, you've also got, you know, sponsored posts, which are okay sometimes, but you go from being a maker to being a an ad producer. Is that what you're trying to be now? So, you know, make a decision: Are you a maker, or are you going to sell stuff for other companies? So, we're going to get into that, and we're not going to be nice, or you know, we're 
we're not going to name names. We're not going to point out people. But we're definitely not going to be nice. As we say at my day job all the time, things about to get real salty. So if y'all have high blood pressure, take them blood pressure pills because it's going to get real salty in here real quick. I don't know what I signed up for. You kind of do. Well, you're in You're in yeah. now. You're in it now. You are Maybe in it now. Maybe we should have waited till next week to make that announcement. Until <laughs> <laughs> we lose all of our followers because yeah. we just drop, we're just dropping bombs. We're just trying to keep it real and... We are. Give the perspective of IG that people don't always get from podcast, because podcasts always go with, you know, this is how you are successful on IG, and this is how you do this on IG, but they're forgetting that, you know, to be like that and to get the sponsors and all that other stuff, nobody cares if you don't have twenty thousand followers or more, like, so I think they. They kind of lose... Credibility? Not necessarily the credibility, but they kind of lose perspective because they have so many followers now that they don't have to try to search for clients. They don't have to try to get sponsors because sponsors come to them now because of their numbers. So I think they just forget when they had less than 20,000 followers. Yeah, yeah. And what it's like to struggle through the same stuff we're all trying to struggle through. Yeah. So do we want to talk about that right now? Like start with that one? People that have been makers that are now just sellers of things? Like it's one thing to promote a product that you use and you clearly love it. Mm -hmm. People that promote Festool, everyone loves Festool. Myself personally, I have one thing from Festool. I really like it, but I'm not out there preaching Festool praise because guess what? They got plenty of money and people buy the crap out of their stuff. The ones that kill me, or at least some of them, are the people promoting stuff that have nothing to do with making. They have nothing to do with that person's particular IG account. The one that really killed me was a couple years ago. People selling mattresses on YouTube. Well. Why? Just why? I think there's there's a line that, you know, on YouTube, I think it's a little bit different. Because there are a lot of people that make a living out of doing YouTube. And there's only certain companies that seem to sponsor YouTube videos. Because I've seen Casper mattresses. I've seen, you know, welding equipment. I've seen apps. I've seen, like, the NordVPN one. Like, those are pretty common ones. And... I think I saw that recently too, and I was like, what the heck is NordVPN? So I think on YouTube, it's more acceptable than it is on IG. Because YouTube's more like, hey, I'm. you kind of know that that's how they're staying afloat business-wise and able to make content for people to watch. It doesn't bother me as much on YouTube, as long as the whole thing that they're doing, like if the video is seven minutes... Six minutes of it cannot be about a mattress. But if it's seven minutes and 30 seconds is about a mattress, but they they bring it in like the project they're building is for the mattress, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But I think there is that line where people can either do it correctly or they can do it the wrong way. It doesn't bother me so much on YouTube. 
but Instagram's more like if you posted a mattress out of nowhere, that'd be really weird. But if you built like a bed frame and then it was to fit said mattress, that's probably still okay. There was a little mini trend there for a bit where it was kind of like, this is the vehicle that I haul my lumber in. The Dodge. And it looks like <laughs> it looks like a car ad, but they're trying to explain why a truck's beneficial. I don't, I mean, you haul your plywood in a Civic, so I don't think it matters what kind of vehicle you have. I can't haul full sheets, but yeah. But I mean, you you can have it cut down at the store yeah. and you could put wood in there. I see all kinds of makers put plywood in a car, so it doesn't matter that you have a truck and that it has some button that you can click and the tailgate opens or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certain ad, or certain sponsors that make sense and I understand, you know, if they're not selling products and they're mainly a content creator, that's how they make their money. But there's a limit to how often you should post sponsored stuff. Unless you're like one of those pages that's all you do is sponsored content. Which, if you did that from the start, then people are following you based on your content anyway. So if you started yeah. sponsored stuff from the start and you're still doing sponsored stuff, that's just what you're doing. But if you went from being a maker and sharing knowledge to all of a sudden you're posting, you know, look at this great tool that I've never actually seen you use. You just posted <laughs> a picture with it. That's where I'm... I'm kind of like, yeah, this is unfollow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like one for me that I that definitely I'm not sponsored by. We're, we're fortunate enough that he's super nice to the woodworking community and, and puts things at a decent price. We've all, we all use his stuff is uh, the guy that runs DFM tools. Yeah. I'll definitely preach his praises a lot. Well, he's a maker. He's a, he is a maker. Yeah, he's a maker. He's, he's a tool maker. slightly uh slightly larger scale than we are. He's got a little bit bigger budget. Uh <laughs> but I mean, he's still, you know, he's still very put, putting out very very good tools and I'm happy to use them and I'm happy to tag him in everything I can possibly tag him in because I mean, I've used my card scraper from him so much that I've actually changed the bluing on it and it's now kind of discolored. Nice. So, yeah. I just bought from him the other day. Yeah. I got my small square from him the other day. Yeah. Uh, the center finder square. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ones like that, if you're posting things you use all the time, things you've bought, I'm okay with that. But if you... So, I've seen this one, where you get a free CNC machine, you post about it yep. all over your page that you got said free CNC machine, but it's been six months and that CNC machine is still in a box in your garage. Very true. Or the only videos you show are setting up the CNC and then yeah. and then running the CNC to cut your spoil board down to an even thickness. Correct. And then talking about how, oh, well, I reached out to this company and, you know, this is a $30,000 machine. and But, the, you know, I told them that, that I'm going to use it for my content. So they gave it to me. Yeah. Like, that's... That's just ridiculous. How is it people that we're working so hard to get our stuff, how do you think it makes us feel? Especially when they're using a machine that was not in their realm of work to begin with. Now, if you start 
and you're doing like scroll saw work and you are trying to get a CNC to do things faster or things that, you know, are just hard on a scroll saw. I see that that transition would make sense. But if you go from mostly, you know, building like one-off furniture pieces or you're doing, you know, home decor kind of stuff and then all of a sudden you have a CNC machine that wouldn't have ever been used before to build anything you made, but you got it for free, that kind of irritates me. Well, especially with the work you do, I could see how frustrating that is. Yeah, because, you know, you have people that send the free CNC machines out, the smaller companies, and they're sending it to these people with 300,000 followers that never use it, and then they're ignoring the people that have less than... 20,000 followers that all they do is CNC related or scroll saw related where they'd probably actually have more click throughs from the smaller accounts because we would actually use it. What I find frustrating is these content creators or these people that are sponsored that it's like getting shoved down your throat Mm -hmm. by this product. So you got free stuff. That's cool. Like, I don't get free stuff. I don't think that I'm necessarily salty about it. But when I'm scrolling through my feed and every sixth thing happens to be you posting the free product that you got, like, I don't want to see that. Like, I I follow who I follow to learn how to make things and see what they're doing, not to see all this unused product that they just received. Like, that's what kind of gets frustrating to me. Yeah. And I can understand that. And I think there's... The, you know, people actually use stuff that they've gotten for free. And then you have the people that, like we said, you know, they get thousands of dollars in equipment and then it just sits there. But if you, if, if you want me to, if you want to motivate me to buy something from a specific brand, show me that you bought it. Well, not only that. If you want me to buy it, say, okay, I got a discount on it. I'm going to give you that same discount or I got a better discount, but I'm going to still give you a discount. Don't say I got this stuff for free to show you how good it is just so I can get stuff for free. It's, it's ridiculous because it, it, it no longer motivates me to buy that particular person's product because their marketing scheme is bass backwards. Well, and I mean, when I bought the new epilogue that I have, well, new to me, People thought, there were a couple of people that thought I got it for free. I was like, what company (laughs) on earth would send you a machine that expensive for free? And then, like you said, a few days later, we found out somebody got a $30,000 CNC machine for free. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, I paid for mine. I'm still paying for mine. Yeah. I just like the brand because I've been using it for five years. Like, there's a big difference. So we saw the the same... particular person with the CNC uh, has posted plans recently for a build. Oh my gosh, yes. Using the CNC to show you that, hey, you can use your CNC to build these plans too. Well, why don't you, you know, show me how the CNC works? Why don't you show me why it is that you're doing these plans? Why don't you show me the real things? Because if I just want to buy plans for a CNC to build something, 
Uh, it's free. There's a lot of free plans out there, and there's a lot of very cheap plans. I think what these plans were like fifty bucks or something. Well, not to mention when I looked and at the, the materials design, shouldn't even have cost fifty dollars. When I looked at the design, so, it it looked like it was going to tip over. Yeah, it was pure dog caca. That's 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 one the one person one or not one person one set area of IG that that we're that we're getting real talk about. But there's others that we're talking about. Do you want to? We want to touch on those because we could hate on the people that get free stuff all day long. So this one happened <laughs> last night, and this one actually really pissed me off. Because yeah, we've all, we, all three of us have seen it now, but you're the one who first saw yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I follow somebody that happened to have had uh, a shop accident and lost some fingers. And he makes great stuff. He's a really nice person. He makes amazing things. Oh, yes. Like very, very high quality. Um, and something that, one, you wouldn't even think about making initially, and now you're like, man, I want to make one yeah, of those too, just thought. because they're that nice. Or have one that just sits at your house because it looks so good. Yes. But the the issue I had was somebody had the audacity and nerve to comment on his post and say, Trolls. this guy's... Actually, let me see if I can actually find what it said, because it was so appalling, I had to speak up on it. I was so pissed off. Yeah, and there's going to be trolls out there, but this trolling was taken to a whole new level. So his comment, his first comment was, dude's missing every finger. He ain't working on shit. It's like, that's offensive in every right. And the guy being who he is responded in kind of a a funny, quippy way where he said, you know, I've got I've got five left. Like... You know, he he really responded better than I ever would have. And then, you know, he goes on to bash him about how he was an it's idiot. still going. And how he, you know, broke safety rules and how he would never get hurt. I'm like, dude, accidents happen even if you're following all the safety rules. Like, you're being ridiculous. This is uncalled for. You don't treat people like that. So if you're out there and you're one of these people that thinks it's okay to bash people, be a troll, be a jerk, just because you're behind a keyboard doesn't mean people can't find out who you are. Like, you're not hidden from the world. It just shows that you're a jerk. So if if somebody looks at your profile like a company and they're looking at working it with you and they find out you're talking like this to other people, at least if I own the company, I wouldn't even come close to considering you for anything i just don't understand the point of it neither general. do i like, like what any benefit this, is this there? comment or any negative comments that people are posting like does that really make you feel better about yourself like did that make you happy when you said that there's no way you feel better after saying something ugly no. like that and negative like i just don't understand why you would take time out of your day to be an a-hole like, if you don't have anything nice, don't say anything. If you're going to sit around and troll people's accounts, delete your social media. Like, no one wants, like, no one's posting stuff to get 
negative feedback. They're posting stuff to either get like positive affirmation about what they're doing or have someone chime in and say, hey, I saw you did it this way. For next time, this would be an easier, simpler, more efficient way of doing it. Getting good advice, not no one wants to he- see comments like that. Like get just... A lot of people commented and you know told the guy off which was good to see because that means that you know he's built a loyal following that knows who he is knows his work and supports him and will jump on the trolls that are ridiculous and out of line so if you you know if you come across them it's going to happen people are haters like i get them all the time but you c- it's unfortunate that you kind of have to let it slide. You can't let it escalate too much because you can't be the person that then attacks back either because then it makes you right. look bad. But you can certainly block them and report them. Yep. And it's still up there, which I'm kind of surprised. I think if I was in that situation, I would have deleted it because I want it. I guess I wouldn't want anyone to feel like they had to come to my defense, but I also just don't, I don't, you know, no one needs that negativity in their life. I think like, he handled it really well, so. I must say. He's still taking a back seat to it, which yeah. is respectable. I don't think I would have been so calm, cool, and collected. Like, I would have probably, I would have lost my mind and then afterwards been like, yeah, I got to delete this because. So if this person is listening, which they would know who they I are, highly doubt. but I don't think they are, but if they are. Because I doubt this person probably makes anything. No, I'm talking about right. the person They're... that got except, the hate. Except for except for ba- except for bad decisions. The person that received the hate comments. If that person's listening, oh. yeah, we we love your work. We support you. Don't let people get you down, even if they're you know a holes. Yep, trolls are trolls are trolls. But that one really set me off last night. That was a, yeah. That was definitely not what I was expecting when you were like, "Hey, take a look at this." When you sent that message, I was like, "Okay, it's either going to be really funny or just really dumb." But I was like, "Oh, it was bad. wow, this person is a total pos for sure." Oh yeah, like this is yeah. this is one of those people that well, a they're a block. They are a private account. Surprise! B surprise. they don't look like they make anything. So they're just one of those True. keyboard warriors that goes around hating on people that are actually trying to do something productive. Okay, yep. rant over. <laughs> Next rant. Next yes. rant. All right. <laughs> Number three. Martina, do you have Martina, one? What, yeah, I have, a fe- I have a feeling that you've, you've probably got a couple couple haters out there, or you've got something that like just really irritates the, the piece out of you. Um. I was talking to Trevor about this recently that uh, because I am full time and I work by myself that I'll post like um, the in my feed. You can go in there and see me showing how to unload a sheet of plywood by yourself and being a woman doing it because we all know plywood's heavy. So I put that stuff on there to show that it can be done by yourself and kind of this is how I do it. Either let me know if there's a better way to do it, or if you didn't know how to unload a sheet by yourself, this is how to do it. And I did a couple in my stories recently that kind of got some unwanted feedback that was borderline inappropriate. 
So I was telling Trevor about it to where I didn't know. I guess it made me uncomfortable enough to feel like I needed to bring it up to someone else to know if I was justified in feeling uncomfortable by those comments. And I know a lot of female makers, you know, if they end up posting photos of themselves, there's people that will make comments about how they look in said photo. And that's not why I'm posting that stuff. I'm not posting that stuff to draw attention to me specifically. It's showing you that it's possible to do things on your own, like with, you know, body mechanics and using like fulcrums or whatever. Like, don't be some creepy person sending weird messages. Somebody else got similar comments recently. And then called said person out in their stories, which I applauded. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. Good. That was pretty funny. Like, it's like, it's, it's just, uncalled for. I don't understand this day and age of where everyone thinks like it's okay to be a creep. They feel like they have this freedom of social media, you know, to go put out there whatever they want to say about an individual. And it's like... Do you really behave like that in real life? Like, if you saw someone walking down the street, like, are you catcalling? Are you whistling at people? Are you being inappropriate? Or do you feel safe because it's this virtual thing and you're never going to see that person in real life? Like, I think that's don't be a disgusting human. I think they're like, the keyboard warriors. The, yeah, I don't think it's acceptable behavior. I think that especially these people that do it like you're grown individuals it's not like some 14 15 year old behind a keyboard that's doing it like is that what you want to teach this next generation how to behave just it's it's disappointing in our society you find out the most about people by how they treat other people online is what it seems like i feel like with this community like it's all about sharing and supporting and trying to lift one another up Mm -hmm. and now it's like getting invaded by like trolls or like inappropriate creeps and it's like the you know don't don't ruin it for everyone like this is a great community like a great tribe of people that have the same passion and it's not very easy to go out and find someone nearby that's into the same stuff like this like this is a very specific kind of hobby and trade so it's nice that instagram's around so you can build up a community and everyone else is interested in the same stuff as you or similar things so you can learn new techniques and it's being ruined it's being ruined by trolls it's being ruined by bot accounts it's being Mm -hmm. ruined by ads and sponsorships it's defeating because now it's Instagram's not even fun anymore. Yeah. One. It's still fun, but the thing is, is the more people that are on it, it's just the worse it gets. But the thing is, is for me, the thing that I, outside of actually doing something with my own hands and seeing, you know, nothing become something, is the camaraderie. Like this right here, the three of us, even though you two, well, one of you is very West Coast. One of you is slightly less West Coast, but still way, way out there. And I'm by myself. We get to have this sort of camaraderie multiple times a week. This is the only time we actually get to hear each other's voices and kind of see each other sort of face to face. But during the week, we'll send messages. We'll, you know, we'll post things, you know, and tag each other, do this, that, and the other. Because the camaraderie is what I feel like is probably one of the most important things about being a maker. 
Well, and you learn a lot. So if you have something you don't know how to do, there's always somebody in the community that knows how to do it, that's willing to tell you how to do it, which is good. You know, I, I keep finding out, like, people will reach out to me and ask me how to do a certain thing or why I have the tools that I have, and I'll try and give them as much information that I have. And it's surprising to me when I they respond back to me, like, thank you so much for responding or thank you for taking the time to respond mm-hmm. to me. Like other makers aren't taking the time to do the same thing. Yeah. Like that's what this community is about. It, it's so sad that other people are that are out there think that they don't have the time in their day to share their information. What's that? Or they are trying to charge for the information. That one is, there's no like that one. I don't, is really really irritating. like it's it's literally There's... stuff you can google and find out and people are trying to charge money for it instead of just being nice and answering people's questions it's one thing if i pay to go to like a school and learn yeah. it from a you know professional woodworker or something like that like i would love to go to um i think his name's scott meeks i believe scott meeks he's up in Asheville, so he's like it's like an hour drive for me he has a I think a four or five day class where you get to build your own hand planes out of wood. Like that to me, like totally pay. I, like I would definitely pay for that if I had the money and the time. That's totally legit. But to pay to hear someone else's opinion, someone who isn't, you know, who isn't a professional to do this is what kills me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah someone like, that. Get- that that doesn't it's not actually a woodworker a trained woodworker someone that has 30 or 40 years of experience is ridiculous i feel bad because i'll get i'm so sorry i have one more question i'm so sorry i get those too literally you don't have to apologize if either if i don't i'm not going to answer you right now if i don't have the time to answer you and i'll answer you later or if i you know, that's like, that's the biggest inconvenience right there. It's like, literally, I can't respond to this right now. So what I try and do is not even open up the question because it has the stamp that it shows that I read it and I'm not responding yeah. now. Um, but other than that, it's not inconvenient. Like, that's why my profile is public so that you can see what I'm doing. If you have questions, you can ask me. You can tell me I'm doing something wrong because I'm not an expert. I'm learning every day. So... It's just, I wish that more people in the community were like that and approachable and willing to share their information for free. And I, I'm like you, I respond to every message that I see. I know you even respond to the bots. I know. Martina, I did want to, I did want to say something. When you take pictures of your tools, make sure that they look as pristine as possible. Like they've never looked like they've been used. First wipe it down. You gotta do that. You gotta look like they've never been used. That's what's going to get you views. Yes. That, that I've you've been doing that for a while and I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you, you're doing it wrong. Just buy a second tool and then that's the one you always take pictures with. Exactly. Don't ever do anything yeah. with that tool. Tell us how good it is and never use yes. it. That that's, that's how you blow that's up. That's most important. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I like um the other podcasts for this community that try and tell you how to win on Instagram. I'm like, you there why do I need to worry about my account being over twenty thousand followers or why do you want to make me feel like I'm not truly a maker if my account's not at 50,000. Like, mm-hmm. 
that's not what it's about to me. What I do I want sponsorships? Like you could send me free glue. I don't care. That'd be cool. That's the one less expense that I have to worry about, but like that's not why I'm posting. And if I'm posting what type of glue I use, it's not it's because I want you to know that there's a good product out there. There's nothing in it for me to gain. Like this is what I use. It's affordable, it's reliable. But there's no gain in it for me. I'm not doing it hoping like, oh, that company's going to see that I used it. Now they're going to go send me free stuff. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things like it's really good for showing what you work on and market yourself. Because that's mainly, you know, what I've been using it for is making signs and marketing that I make signs and then people see them. And then I'll show like an assembly video. And the first comment over almost every time is, what glue did you use? Like, this, you know. Why is that a question? I don't, uh, well, typically you can see it in the video. Yeah, like, they're not all created equal. I have used some that do not work as well as others. But that seems to be a common question. I'm not really sure why. But you're right that the other one makes you feel like you're not as good of a maker or you you don't belong you're not a cool kid because you don't have 50,000 followers and i think that's teaching people the wrong thing it's just being disconnected from what it's like to be a small account again like right. it's a struggle like rather... to get from you know 500 to 1000 likes can take months but for them it's like they gain a thousand or lose a thousand a day yeah i that if that's what it's gonna be like and i'm gonna lose touch with the community then it's not worth it to me like if i can continue to be available for people to either learn from me or be comfortable enough to ask questions like i don't need to gain another follower you know what i mean like that's not what i'm in it for so i'd rather stay small and approachable than become big and closed off well that's the biggest thing is you in my opinion if your account is growing small but it's growing the people that are following you actually like what you're doing and actually will support you if you're one of these people with 300,000 plus followers I can't imagine that you have a huge engagement rate if you blew up to 300,000 followers and two years ago you had 10,000 followers like there's no way that they're that engaged with you and I've seen the people that they have you know 50 posts and their last post had 200 likes and they have 120,000 followers it's like what good is it to have built or paid for most likely 120,000 <laughs> followers if you get zero engagement on your post, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It matters what they are engaging with because the sponsors really care about the click throughs and the, you know, the number of impressions your posts get granted yeah. and this... to get in the door. They look for X amount of followers, which I think is messed up, but the, the number of followers gets you in the door. But if you don't have the impressions to back up getting in the door, you're not going to have any pull at all because I've seen people, they had to have clearly paid for followers because they went from 
a thousand and then two weeks later they had fifty thousand. There's some accounts though that I've been following. I've been on IG like as a maker for a little over a year now, and there's some people that I started following when I first got on and their account was like less than a thousand and now they're at like forty thousand, but they also post really good stuff. Well you there know are what I mean? those. And you There yeah, are some like, that just put out those. really, just really rare. great content. Yeah, they just had, like, they've had a couple pieces of viral content that made them go huge, but then they're still, like, they're, if you watch their stories and stuff like that, their content is exactly the same as it was when they're at under a thousand followers, which I think is really cool. It's not, like, it. it's mind-blowing to me, like, how social media can change you as a person, I guess. Yeah. Like, the some people, it's... I feel bad for people like I'll see in their stories that say, um, I'm sorry, I've been off stories for a while and kind of like unload more of their personal life on there. Like mm. they need to justify their lack of appearance on social media. And it's like, dude, you're human. Like you have a personal life. Like you could take a few days. You don't owe anyone an apology for that. So just. Yeah. Like I. I don't, I guess maybe that's just not me. Like I was not big into social media before I was running a business anyway. So maybe I just have a different perspective on it. Well, possibly, possibly. I think you're right. People and, feel kind of owned by social media and by IG and by their followers. Like, oh, if I don't put out content today, I'm going to lose followers or whatever. It's, I mean, I notice it when I don't do it, but like, I'm not going to post just to post yeah. and... I don't, if you drop off, you probably weren't actually a follower anyway. So if I, I agree. go and check and I'm down 15 followers because I didn't post for two days, so what? Like now I finally got rid of the bot accounts, which is cool. Like the, I love woodworking too, oh, dear you know, Lord. you know, which so. the, the Ted's I'm plan, you, uh, the... I'm going to tell, sell a t-shirt to you. Exactly. How many t-shirts, how many t-shirt places actually exist is my question. Uh, so that, I guess that brings up the topic of, of fake accounts because fake accounts kill me because I'm like, oh, maybe I have someone new, something that I can look at that's more, that's interesting, you know, because normally if someone follows me, I'm probably going to follow them back, um, if they have interesting content. Now, occasionally there's people like, I don't know, randomly I get rappers that follow me, but then mm -hmm. if you look, they have like 60,000 followers and they follow 40,000 people. It's just because they... Basically, if, if they just want you to look at them, they just they just want you to do a follow for follow. Basically, I want rappers to start following me. They're not good rappers. Yeah, <laughs> Steven, straight from the hood of Taylor, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No, like it's like um, yeah, it's like little double mint or uh, <laughs> little double mint. Little, little double mint. Is it a bubble gum? <laughs> oh my yes, god, little, he little just lost mint. fifty followers yeah, for that line yeah. right there. Little, little double mint. Oh my god. DJ Poppin' Fresh. Nice. Oh my god. Usually if I see that they are obviously those t-shirt accounts or whatever, I'll block oh, them. Oh, they automatically right just get blocked. They get blocked and get gone. But, but at the same time, it's follow, like... follow-unfollow game is so irritating. It's awful. It's I, have awful. you had companies a... do that to you? Yeah. Not companies, but it's been these awful DIY accounts. It's I, almost no. I get I to, companies that do it, and oh, I'm yeah. like, literally, I'm going to block you because you're very annoying. It, 
I had a laser company that I used to own one of theirs. And I used to use it all the time. And then when I got my other one and started using it, they immediately unfollowed me. <laughs> oh, it's like, that's fine. I got butt okay. hurt. Somebody got butt hurt. Well, the funny part is they're like 10 minutes away and I still won't use their crap. So, well, if it's crap, it's crap. Simple. But I have, Simple I as have you make it. actual, you know, personal experience trying to use it. And I tried really hard to like it and it just did not work out. It's a big steaming pile. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But you know, the whole follow and follow thing is ridiculous. There's also like the automatic post to your content where they're like, you're, you're posting, you know, a picture of a sign or a table or whatever you built. And they say something to the effect of, wow, your content's so cool. Check out my profile at blah, 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 blah. I'm like, obviously, yep. you're either a robot or you're somebody that is trying to be a leech. Like, attaching yourself <laughs> to other people's profiles to try and get traffic back to your own. I see that on YouTube a lot, too. Like, oh, check out my new rap video. Or check out my new music video. Or, hey, I do trick shots, too. Check out my link at this. I'm like... I'm not going to click... Th I came to this channel to watch what they do because I follow them. I didn't come to then read comments about what, how you do trick shots on a woodworking video. Like, completely unrelated. Well, that's like the screenshot I sent you the other day. I can't tell if I like the this post because of the composition or whatever. Stock photos oh my God. are awesome. Yeah, stock, yeah, it was a stock, stock photo. photo for, stock photo for the win. Yep. But <laughs> so weird. I didn't get a comment back on that. Yeah, Pixabay. Pixabay. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for thanks for putting out such great content, Pixabay. Actually, that's probably a useful thing we do need to share is, you know, Pixabay and Pexels and how stock photos are on there. Yes. Let's, I want to get bit salty. Of -hate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to be salty because... There's there's our sweet part uh, of the stupid episode. peeps. There we go. There we go. Uh, stupid people just really irritate me. So I'm just yeah I'm just pouring out the salt. Just I want to pour out the salt so bad. Oh, one of the so go ahead. Oh well, you, no, you. I was gonna say going back to something Martina originally talked about as being a female maker. Female makers that that post things <laughs> that are clearly I know where you're have going nothing to do with making. That it's more just hey look at me. Hey look at me. Hey look at me. I don't have a problem if that's what you're, I guess that's what you're trying to go for, but be an Instagram model. Don't be a maker yeah. and make makers look bad because you're trying to make yourself look good. Just because you're holding a tool doesn't make me want to buy it. It just makes me want to unfollow you. My favorite one is when they say, check out my new coffee mug. And it's like between their boobs and the whole picture I like that you demonstrated yes. that for Isn't us. It? I wish I Trevor. could have done a screen grab. Except for, that. for I'm wearing a hoodie, so it doesn't work. But <laughs> Trevor's cleavage. But the, uh, it's real guy. It's real but nice. Who has not time. seen that? Nice. Where it's you know, check out my new whatever, and it's strategically placed in a way yes. that you know they're just dying for attention, and this is ridiculous. Look at this. 
Look at this T-shirt right here. Yeah. Just right. This, look at this it. This is right more there. of my thing. Is who are you asking to take that photo of you? Yes. I would be so embarrassed. Like if I had Amanda come out to the garage and I'm like, okay, take this staged photo of me. Like, but I don't have that personality where I could, like focus long enough or function like having the attention on me like that like where it's like a look at me moment yeah i don't like you know what i mean like i got that. i no got way. asked to send in a couple photos of me like making stuff and i'm like i don't have those i literally looked through my phone and i had them and they were almost a year ago because i work by myself i'm not gonna set up a tripod to take photos of myself like while you know what i mean just so i have like content of me using this tool like sometimes obviously it's appropriate but for the most part i'm like why are you modeling this tool like and who's doing that photo for you that's but that's any that's not just a woodworker thing there's a couple other like on non-woodworking accounts yeah. that i follow yeah. that i'm like who are you asking to take this like amanda has to take um post photos for her spin instructing and they actually had a professional photo shoot done so she has several of those to go through and post um and that's literally part of her contract you know that she has to post stuff like that but other than that i've never had her ask me okay will you go to my spin class today and take like action shots of me so i have content to post yeah it's 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 getting out of hand where you go from and I've seen this too, where people go from somebody that was making awesome stuff, awesome furniture, awesome cutting boards, awesome whatever it was, and then seven posts in a row, they're modeling clothes. Like, you just took a huge U-turn somewhere. No, I didn't take a huge U-turn, just took a huge dump. Because <laughs> he's the saltiest of them all. He's definitely the saltiest. <laughs> I'm always salty. He's just mad because he, no one's gonna like, no one's gonna send him like a 1940s hand plane. So he's like, no matter what I do, it's not gonna benefit me. <laughs> not really, not really. It's just why. It's just why. Why do that? Have a second account if you're gonna do that, or yeah. actually tell I... me how good the clothes are because I follow some clothing accounts because I like their clothes. Well, that's different. And and. That's what I do. You know, I like their. You're not using clothes. the the loom to make your own clothes. No, I don't do. He uh, stopped that last year. Yeah, I don't. Do, I don't do textiles. <laughs> I can sew. I knew. I kind of know how to make a quilt, but I. But he, I do pro- not do. he doesn't have the sewing machine to sew. He does it all by hand. Yeah. By candlelight. Well, guess what? <laughs> so I've sewed many holes in clothes. There you go. And it's hard to do on a sewing machine whenever you can't fit a pant leg around. The base of a sewing machine. So, ha ha ha, on you. Nice. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. I really am a member of the team now, Dan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but the... you, I, you, you ask for the salt. You gonna get the salt. But, but you're just definitely right you. about that. I didn't do anything to you. You know, if if you want to do that, like it, 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 un- it undermines everything. Well, it, it really does. And to me, it makes you go from being like somebody that I respected as a maker to now I can't even follow you. It's that big of a hit to, to your credibility in my mind. Like if you, if you're saying, okay, like, or your post is you're working and you've been wearing, you know, 
boots or something for months that you paid for or whatever and you say you know I've been wearing these they're really comfortable in the event that you know somebody else needs a good pair of shoes that you can work in all day and you don't have like blisters or your feet don't hurt these are a good one that I'm okay with but if you just go and you have these brand new pair of shoes that you just pulled out and you literally just put them on and you say these are awesome that doesn't provide any context that's helpful to me no no because I've I've had this discussion actually not on Instagram but on Facebook when people ask it's like hey I need new shop shoes or I need new shoes for the field it's like well buy this brand yeah buy this brand you know it's like I've had personal experience with this I wear these all the time I do you know I've had these in the past no these suck don't don't get them they they broke down on me like that's fine tell me how good something is by showing how good it is Whenever I talk about Evaporust, when I show Evaporust on Instagram, it's because I use it and I think it's good and it's it's not just a sales pitch. Anyone that any, anyone that, that's followed me long enough knows that I work on tools all the time. So having Evaporust definitely makes using definitely makes restoring tools much easier. Can Evaporust just sponsor Steven at this point? I'm trying. I know. I'm trying desperately. I'm that trying. one I would approve because you talk about them all the time. You actually use it. Hey, I know I did, you use he it. He told me to use it. I it used it. Look, it does look, work. Look, I've, I've and made then one I sale. had someone message me the other day. Well, they were saying they had found some tools that they were going to restore. And I said, use Evaporust. And they said, I was going to go through your feed to find out what you used because you showed the before and after. Yeah. So, so that one I would approve as a sponsorship. Now, there we go. if you never talked about Evaporus before, then I would question it. But you talk about it all the time. <laughs> can, I, can I talk about my Casper mattress and how much I love sleeping on it? Did you know that I it comes in a box and right unfolds in just 10 seconds? I know. You can cut it open and watch it expand <laughs> like those dinosaur uh, Now Casper you... is never going to sponsor the podcast because he keeps I'm so hurt. Oh, no. yeah. I'll never oh, be comfortable. Um, how, so you brought it up yesterday that you were bothered by your recent post and someone said this is my next project obviously it's kind of like an auto response but how do you feel about people taking trying to build similar items to what you're making very true like does that bother you or does it not bother you it depends so it does not bother me if they are inspired by it and they just kind of do their own thing so like how i use a template to glue down my signs. I've had a lot of mm -hmm. people tell me that they are trying that method because it looks so much easier. That's fine. Whatever. That's not... I don't think that's something that's proprietary or necessarily unique only to me. I think it's just that people hadn't really seen it done a lot. So when they started seeing me do it, they're like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So like the... I don't, so the lamp you made the one the uh the infinity mm -hmm. knot lamp like i've never never seen anything like that before so i actually got inspired for that That's from idea. yeah from jacob Ooh. elliott from explosive woodworks no so idea. he did a welder like he took metal tubing and oh, yeah, welded that. it together in that shape and i asked him i said is it okay if i use that shape because it's not a proprietary shape it's like a mathematical no, that shape's been around for yeah. long yeah, that shape's been around for a long but time. I said it's, it's about visual perspective. Yeah, but I basically just said, you know, this is what I want to do. 
I just want to make sure, you know, you don't have a problem with me drawing inspiration from yours. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Which I'm okay with. Like, you can draw inspiration from people. Now, if you go and you straight up steal the exact same style, exact same content, whatever it might be, because you saw that person's, that's where I draw the line. Now, if you are doing scroll saw signs and you see somebody else doing scroll saw signs and they have like a tip or a trick that makes it easier, totally okay. If you were making furniture and then you saw somebody doing stuff with a laser cutter, so you then bought a laser cutter and started doing that exact same stuff, that bugs me. Because it wasn't at all in your original interest and you saw it as a money opportunity and you thought you could yeah. jump on it. Well, yeah, I'm going to chase the money no matter what. And that's part but, of it, yeah. I mean. Money, money, money. So, uh, but so what half of the stuff I make, I have a client, hey, I found this on Pinterest. Can you make this? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So I half of the stuff is basically like an old Anna White design that they want done, but I don't have to follow Anna White's plans. Yeah. I'm able to, because I'm a maker, like know how to build it and everything like that. And I'm building it like size specific to their space not to plans and that's fine so am i stealing ideas no i'd say you're getting inspiration from things that are out there and furniture that's out there because exactly. you're not straight up you're for one i don't think anna white restricts you from selling stuff you make with her plans anyway her plans are all free yeah. so i would assume not so i don't think she'd have a problem it's, it's, anyway. o- it's open so it's open source content. now if you if you had a bed frame or no do it this way if you had a dresser and it had five drawers and it had a specific paint pattern on each drawer and then you made something that looked exactly like it with different paint colors but the same pattern you did the exact same thing now if you took it and you made you know a larger dresser and you liked how they did a pattern but you did a different pattern that's that's something where i'd say you drew inspiration from it it's kind of like the copyright law if you change it by like X percentage, you're you're more drawing inspiration than you are straight up trying to steal or copy or whatever. But there was one where it was like the one I had yesterday where <laughs> somebody posted the sign that I'm making for them and it had a specific shape style. It had a specific way of doing the sign itself in a specific way of how I did LED lights. And then the person in the comments said, this is what I'm making in my next project. Like if you draw inspiration from it and you make your own type of sign and you backlight it in a different way or whatever, that's fine. But if you make a sign that is like, you know, your logo or somebody's logo and the style, the lighting, the materials and everything are exactly what I did, just a different shape. I that kind of bugs me because I don't think you would have tried to do that style if you didn't see the style first because then his buddy commented do you need to use my CNC machine he's like yeah that'd be awesome like okay well I didn't do this with a CNC machine but whatever yeah I think the thing that's difficult for myself and moreover Martina is that there's not a lot of original furniture left yeah Furniture's been around well, I, so long that I everything that. is inspired by everything else. I agree with that. 
I mean, live edge furniture has been around since the 50s. Yeah. It wasn't live edge furniture. It was George Nakashima furniture. He's the one that kind of came up with that whole idea of taking something in its very raw form and transforming it into art, but it's still being as raw as possible. I have actually... And now you've got Live Edge with hairpin, you got Live Edge this, you yeah. got Live Edge that, and it's just... It's awful in comparison to how good George Nakashima did it. True. But you've also got things like Arts and Crafts Furniture or what Mission Furniture goes by several different names. Almost all of it is, is stickly furniture. Yeah. Because Gustav Stickley was the guy that basically put plans out there, I think in like a quarterly or monthly journal, saying this is how much material you need, these are the sizes, and this is the basically your end shape. Mm -hmm. You figure it out from there. Well, and let me so clarify. You can't really steal arts and crafts furniture because it was just put out there. So I want to clarify that I, if you're doing it for personal use and you try to copy the style... That's fine, because maybe you like the sign, you know how to make it, you're on a tighter budget, whatever. Like, I've seen people make signs like mine for their own, but if they then take my exact style, and they're asking me questions in my DMs, like, you know, how much do your signs cost, and what kind of materials do you use? And then later in that conversation, you tell me that, because I'll ask, you know, are you interested in a sign? And they say... No, I have my own laser cutter. I just wanted to know exactly what you used. And then two <laughs> weeks later, I see a sign just like my style pop up on their feed. That is what I'm talking about. Now, if you are somebody that wants to make one for yourself, that's perfectly fine. I'm okay with that. But if you're trying to then sell my style because you asked me all, this qu all these questions in the DMs and you asked me exactly what I do, and then all of a sudden you're posting for sale my exact style with all the materials I use and the exact same thing I do, that bugs me. But then you'll have, you know, people that do it just for themselves, which I'm okay with that because you're not trying to sell my style. And the worst part is they'll sell my style and then they'll undercut my pricing. And I don't know how they do it because there's certain sign styles where... Like, the materials alone, if it's acrylic, cost a fortune. Like, there is one acrylic sign I made where $700 was just the acrylic material. So, if you're telling people that you can make it for 400 bucks, I don't know how you're doing it if you make it out of the same materials I am. Yeah, that's crazy. I had someone message me a couple weeks ago asking if I sold plans for my cornhole boards which I don't do plans because, you know, I don't know how to do CAD stuff. So how am I going to do SketchUp plans? But um, I said, I don't, but this is the plans that are, that I'll reference for sizes, but that's not how I make my cornhole boards and send it off. And they're like, thank you so much. I'm like, there you could follow their plans, but that's pretty much not how I make cornhole them. boards but are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they're bread and the butter. Like, in the summertime, granted, I never want to make another set, so I'm sure after we're done with this, like, by chance, I'll get an order for them, but... You'd be surprised how many people screw them up, though, and it's so funny. Like, they don't understand how the legs work. I think the legs are the most complicated thing, and they don't get it. That's what I always run into issues with. The thing is, is I don't... The one thing that, that I... Like, I just... 
just pocket the legs. Don't put them where they swing out and try to figure out, okay, well, I've got to cut the radius. So just pocket the legs, cut them this length and make a pocket for them and jam them in. Done. They don't need to be structural. It's taking the beanbag toss. I mean, it's how, you know. I thought you had to be able to walk on them and do your happy dance once you win. Uh, That's when you invest in the, you know, the ones with the LED lighting and the super slick surface and. You know, it's so funny someone was like style. do you offer led lighting with yours and i was like i've never been asked like so no i don't um the only reason i brought I that like, up but... is somebody one of my roommates in college had ones that lit up i had some a client that was like oh i bought these led lights so let me see if they can fit and then they fit luckily because i follow like the tournament size rule so the hole's the right size fancy just fancy mm-hmm that's just every time I see cornhole yeah. balls, I'm like, huh, somebody screw these up again. <laughs> I have a set for ourselves, and we've used them once. Oh, but I was like, these them. are going to be amazing. I'm going to build them for us, and we're going to use them all the time. Because we have, like, our backyard is a summertime backyard. We can be out there all the time. We never used them. Just, I think, one time, and that was about it. Yeah. It, it, is, the, it is the sport of dude bros everywhere. Yep. You know what? Yep. The The one thing that I think bugs the most people on Instagram, at least among the maker community, is you can make something that took you 40 hours. Looks beautiful. You take a really good picture of it. 100 likes. You're struggling for content. You go to your garage. You hold up a router bit. 1,000 likes. Like, I, I think that pisses off every maker. Because they'll spend all this time working on something and get minimal traction they'll they'll post the most ridiculous thing in the world that has no context and it'll blow up and go viral see if i do a finished product post and it doesn't take off i think i'm okay with that because i also have it in my feed for later when the client's kind of scrolling through to see if they want to reach out to me and see if i can do something because then i have like a portfolio like that in my portfolio exactly so if but it's like it, I guess it's hard not to let it go play a mental game with you when what you think is great content is not taking off like you think it should be. Yeah. And I've so I've had that happen where you know I will have done something a sign typically that I think was awesome and then somebody'll send me a picture of something they posted that's you know like our friend that posted router bits and he laughed because he's like, this got more impressions than, you know, the handcrafted table I made. Like, yeah, that's depressing in a way. My most successful post of last year wasn't even something I made. It was like a little graphic of how you support a friend that has small business. (laughs) But I guess that's also relevant in our community, but it's just, Instagram is just a mysterious beast. That's one thing you can call it. <laughs> okay, so all right, so I'm literally looking at one right now. Uh, fitting breadboard ends has about 175,000 likes on this one guy's post. I mean, albeit he has a lot of followers, so uh, so bear with me. But let's see here. So he's putting breadboard ends on. Uh, that's got 174,000, and then he's got an up close shot of putting in a uh, a screw lug 
and it has 577,000 views. That's it. That's all it is. He's just putting in. He's just putting in one of these uh, uh, lugs to put a screw in. That's it. Ha- like why? Just why? It's just. It's weird. It's, it's got to be. I think algorithm based to a point. Yeah. Like the bread showing how breadboard ends work, especially on something this nice. That's great. I would love to see that. I don't care. I don't want to watch you install a lug. Why? Just why is that content in general? It's like great. Because, I put a screw in. Cool. Because they're figuring out that that's what IG likes in the algorithm, and they're playing the game. Which more power to them if they can figure out the game. I still haven't figured it out. Because I I will post something that you know I think is kind of what IG wants, and I. I'll get slightly more than I normally get, but not a lot. And then somebody else will post something that looks almost identical and theirs will go viral and blow up. And I have no idea how it happens. So I I don't know. Let's see here. I'm just going back. Let's look at my top nine. I just want to do my top nine from last year. So let's see here. I think most of mine were signs. I don't think any of mine were. My Actually, my very top one was one of the one of the podcast posts. That was nice. my very top one. The rest of them were actually like mostly a one project build. Apparently everyone really liked that table. Once I built the table, it got sold and that person then, then said they didn't like it anymore and sold it back. And it has not sold since. So I don't get the algorithm at all. <laughs> well, the other thing. It's a really nice table. I think the, I just don't get it. the last thing that I had listed that people had submitted to us of things that drive them nuts was the narcissism of some people on IG, which I think goes along with they forgot how it was, or they forgot what it was like to be a small account. They grew up to a huge, large account, and now they think they're God's gift to IG makers. Yeah, yep. So let's see. I can think, I can probably think of like 20 or 30 off the top of my head Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. And I guarantee I probably maybe only follow one or two of them now. I was going to say, then I just don't follow them. Oh, like, no, I unfollowed if, all of the ones that I Yeah, really like, like if you're not, it's kind of sounds a little, uh, anyway, but if you're not bringing any value to my news feed, if you're not going to teach me anything or I'm not going to draw inspiration from you, like there's no point of me following you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to sound arrogant about, like, but I think I'm just selective about who I follow, especially because not everyone's content shows up in your feed. So you don't want your that's feed true. wasted with stuff that's not relevant to you and what you want to do. I agree. Very true. And that, I mean, and that's one thing I can speak high praise of. And we're going to use, I'm going to definitely use uh, an example of one person right now, uh, Mark Spagnolo. I mean, he's a content creator. So that's all he's doing. He, he builds stuff, he builds a lot of things, but he's still, at the very core, a content creator. But he understands what it's like to be a very small account. He understands what it's like to be a maker starting out, to be a maker partially through your building. Yeah. And you're, you've got like major struggles. He didn't lose that. He didn't lose that. He didn't become a narcissist. But there are many, many that became narcissists very quickly. And a lot of them started out as DIY people. Mm-hmm. DIY, and now they're gimme, gimme people. Because the only thing you ever see from them is, this this new company sponsored me, this new company sponsors me, I'm going to this 
conference or I'm going to this show because someone's sending me there. You're you're providing no value. Do what? Well, and then you have. I said I want to get sent to a conference. Well, (laughs) you get the. You get sent to the conference, and you're supposed to be educating these other people, but in my mind, you're just perpetuating the fact that you got there in a specific way and you're making it where other people think that that's the only way to do it, which I mean, there's, there's a short term game where, yeah, you could probably do it and get there quickly or you can do it and keep your credibility and, you know, stay true to the core person you were when you started. Right. And it's just going to take longer. I don't undermine your values. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ever feel like I sold my soul. And I don't either. For, for Which social media. Which I think media. Steven will keep me in check on that one. Don't worry, I've already cut you down. And trust me, you cut me down too. But who's going to sponsor me? Hand tool companies don't give stuff away. Evaporist. It's too expensive. They're too small. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've, I've crossed my fingers. I want that Evapo Rust sponsorship <laughs> bad. <laughs> But at least, you know, you need the people around you to tell you, you know, yeah, you probably should. Hey, do this that. isn't this ain't this. It's, That's not who this you ain't are. cool, bro. Not cool, bro. Not cool. So at least I know that, you know, you and Michael from Little City and Martina and all my Steve, close. Steve, oh yeah, Steve, Steve will definitely cut always you. he, he, he will always keep everyone in check. Don't worry. He has no problem. So the minute the, the minute you post something. That he feels is, how do you want to say it? Staged, invalid. I was gonna say staged, and specifically for you know standing out to brands, he will straight up DM <laughs> and let you know. Oh yeah, he will. And the other thing is, he will also pull in the the salty council. He will pull me and Trevor into it, and it's like check yeah. this. Boltonkery out. Yep. Check it out right now. So then we'll pile on. So that may be why I'm just salty all the time. I'm just always just pouring out the salt. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of accounts that are that have grown amazing, that are great, and they've They're always amazing, been good. amazing content. I mean, you've grown, Martina. You've grown. I, I, I didn't know you when you were a smaller account, Martina. But you keep growing. Well, in the overall IG world, we're all still considered small accounts. Here's oh yeah, we're so, what? We're all sub five, right? Not Trevor. Uh, I'm right around okay. five. He's right around five. I'm still sub like fifteen hundred. I think I don't think I don't even have fifteen hundred followers. No, but you I know what? Like I don't that. care because I think the it's you the know, quality of most of the followers that I have are good people. They're generally people I interact with, or they're accounts that I want to follow, and they follow me. So I've actually gotten more accounts lately of local businesses in greenville that have followed me because i talked about how good they are i've talked about their praises so you know what i would rather have that kind of follower i don't care i don't care what you're trying to sell me if it's a i don't care that you're trying to sell me t-shirts or you're trying to sell me a hat or you're trying to sell me this you're trying to sell me that don't follow me (laughs) you're trying to just sell me some crap well if you're trying to sell me some evapo rust definitely follow me because i'm i'm all about that life uh yeah and there's (laughs) one that so. so there was somebody that was, you know, sub three, four thousand when I met them. Mm-hmm. And it, after like a year, they were at like twenty five, thirty thousand. 
I was like, man, yep. that's awesome. You blew up really quick. But where's the content at? Like, how did you do that? Uh, and they're like, you know, I just did it. And you should be lucky to have grown from 500 to 1,000 in the same amount of time. Like, you're lucky that you got there. I'm like, did you just really, like, bash me for congratulating you? Wow. It's like, okay, unfollow. <laughs> Like, I know. I was. I expect to hear a name when we're stop. We stop recording. Yeah, but it was like it was one of those things where. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's a there's a laundry list of people. But it was one of those things where like, they didn't say you know, I'm not sure. I don't really know what happened, or you know, somebody shouted me out, and I I honestly got a lot of people from that. Like I will be straightforward with you and tell you I went from, I think it was, twenty eight hundred. To like 4,000 all because Kyle from RR building shared the sign that I made for him and yeah. he I got requests for orders from him doing that and I'll be straight up and forward and say you know I've I've given signs out purposely to try and market my signs to try and get business and get my stuff out there but it's marketing to me but then this person like we all saw how they got there and they're like well i'm not i just you know i make great stuff and what? people started following me i'm like um you haven't posted anything you've made in a month and you gained ten thousand followers in that month yep so i don't i don't know but anyway who knows i think that who probably knows? wraps it up because we've been talking salty huh. for a while yeah, we probably we we have killed we've killed every slug within like a five hundred mile radius with the amount of salt we poured out. Be nice to one another. Try and uplift one another. Keep your creepy comments to yourselves. Yes, and <laughs> totally. I I see those comments, and and then obviously on like your post. Like, I don't even them. know how you. I don't even know how you would do it, Martin. And I'm like, like I, I would automatically just try to like. I would delete crap it. Crap out of somebody. And then message them and be like, this is completely inappropriate. And if you don't knock it off, I will report you. I'm not above that. Because that's inappropriate. Yeah, I've got a little story about that here in a few minutes. But anyway. I'll tell you all about. It was not about me, but it was rather funny. So there's our uh, seasoning of salt for the day. Yeah. <laughs> we, we I think we got pretty real with IG. And we've heard from people lately that they appreciate the real talk. So I'm glad that we could do this. But at the end of the day, be nice to each other. Be nice to make the, to the other makers because the camaraderie is super important. It's how it's how things get done. And and don't think that you should avoid Instagram because if we talked about all the the badness on there, there's a lot of goodness too. So just just stick with it. What happened, Martina? Oh, just like the my family's awake now. So and they're right on the other side. They're getting salty about other stuff. <laughs> the salt is contagious. The chill, the children's is up. It's Amanda and my mom. I could hear uh, them, and now get, the dogs are getting yelled at. So. Nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, Miss Mrs. Naughty and and Mama Naughty. Yeah. Naughty mom. Naughty mom. <laughs> Naughty mom. Okay. With your that. mom should have her own. <laughs> no, your mom I, should have her own Instagram account. Just that's just... what I keep saying. She's IG famous. There you go. She is. I know she'd have a better following than all of us combined. Because who doesn't love sweet old ladies? She, She's funny. <laughs> funny old lady. Nice. Funny old lady. All right. So 
Are we going to be less abrupt about this ending? Am I not just going to stop this time? I like last week's ending. It cracked me I, up. It was good. The thing is, I said stop and but, yeah. immediately rolled into my outro, so it was very weird. <laughs> I thought it was so, funny. Yeah. So, I, so until next time. Yep. Since it's official and I can plan my weekends accordingly. Yes. Yes. So now early. So now you got to get up early on Saturdays. Got to get your coffee in. Apparently three or four this morning. Got to get your hair coiffed. You got to just got you got to get it, Martina. Just. I think I'll. It'll probably be less rambunctious by the next time. We have our video chat. Oh, you could just go like just go back to the bangs like nineties Martina bangs. Yeah, that would be. There you go. That'd be a great look. That'll help me grow my followers right there. Exactly. Selfie. <laughs> anyway, until next time, guys. <laughs> until right, next have time. Have fun. See you. Bye. Cheers to the salt. Thank you for listening to our show. Be sure to check out MakerVisionPodcast.com. We'll post valuable resources, tips, and info about anything we've talked, into, talked about in today's shows or past shows. And all these things are to help your Maker Vision become a Maker Reality. If you have any questions or suggestions or any comments about what you heard today or, once again, in previous episodes, feel free to drop us a line at makervisionpodcast at gmail.com, on Instagram at makervisionpodcast, or through mine and Trevor's personal Instagram accounts, and that is Old South Woodcraft or Maker Experiment. If you like the show, please give us a five-star review and, uh, and just some really nice words to to let us know how good we're doing. Or if you didn't like it, let us know what you didn't like about it. Either way, we're happy to hear from you. And you can go and do that on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Once again, thank you for joining us on our podcast, and we really look forward to hearing hearing from you next week. 